Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, I will discuss the results of last night's TNF game, I'll dive into the news you need to know, and I hold myself accountable with some bet busting. Last night, the Steelers improved to 5-3 on their season, with a 20-16 victory over the Titans, who fell to 3-5 on the year. Ultimately, I didn't get the results I was looking for, but that didn't make the game any less exciting. Mike Tomlin decided it was time for Matt Canada to take a field trip and stuck him down on the sidelines for the first time in his career. As goofy as it sounded, it seemed to actually have a positive effect on the offense as a whole. Pickett and Canada seemed to have a better bond and maybe a better overall feel for the flow of the game. Either way, they were able to move the ball down the field way more effectively than they have been in the past. Kenny Pickett did just enough not to lose the game. He made a few great throws, but also made some bad reads, missing wide-ass open receivers several times. He was, however, able to hit George Pickens in the end zone for a touchdown that would later come back for being out of bounds and completely ruined one of my bets. Pickens left the game with a ridiculous stat line of two catches for negative one yards. Deontay Johnson was the main receiving target and had a great game, nearly 100 yards on seven catches, and he even came away with a touchdown, his first in 10 million years. He also stretched the field, which directly influenced the success of the running game. Both Najee Harris and Jalen Warren had great production on the ground, over 150 yards rushing as a team. Najee Harris busted a big run early, to score the first touchdown of the game. Jalen was clutch yet again in the short passing game, helping move the sticks several times. On defense, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith did a great job of bringing pressure, especially early on, which definitely helped send Will Levis back down to earth. The ability for both of these coaches to adjust on the fly was clearly on display here. To counter the pressure, and help out a struggling offensive line, Mike Vrabel stuck like 15 tight ends on TJ Watt's side during passing situations, which he also limited by leaning on Derrick Henry and the running attack. Mike Tomlin would later counter Vrabel's counter by moving TJ Watt all over the line. This was a great coaching matchup, and I really enjoy watching games like this. While Will Levis and the passing attack of the Titans struggled for the majority of this game, Derrick Henry did not. He amassed over 100 total yards and scored the only Titans touchdown, helping this injured and struggling line regain their confidence. Now I mentioned Will Levis's falling back down through the atmosphere. He didn't have a bad game, but he didn't have a good game either. Stat-wise, he had 262 yards on 22 completions for an average of 6.7 yards per attempt and was sacked four times. He keyed in on DeAndre Hopkins all game long, and for the most part, Joey Porter Jr., outside of some bad penalties, did a decent job of spotting and defending this. D-Hop was targeted 11 times in total, but only came down with it four times for 60 yards on the day. Levis was forced to find other targets and did a good job of connecting with both Chig Okonkwo and Kyle Phillips towards the end of the game. They were poised for a comeback win until Levis threw a red zone interception 
and ended their chances with six seconds left on the clock. Overall, I really enjoyed this game. Levis didn't have the game I was hoping for, but he's still more exciting to watch than Ryan Tannehill, so I hope they stick with him moving forward. The Steelers' offense seems to be trending in the right direction, and I'm curious to see if they can continue this. Moving on to the news you need to know, I'll first touch on all of the injuries that occurred during this game. Steelers linebacker Cole Holcomb sustained a really gross-looking knee injury during this game, and all signs are pointing to him being out for the remainder of this season. I'll have more on this once there's an update. There was another serious injury to Titans receiver Traylon Burks. He went down towards the end of the game with what appeared to be a head or neck injury and left in an ambulance on a stretcher. The hospital later confirmed that Burks has movement in all of his extremities. Again, I'll have more on this once an official update has been provided. The Titans suffered even more injuries. Nicholas Petit Frere left the game with a shoulder injury, as did Sean Murphy Bunting with a thumb injury. I'll provide more on these when there's an update. Now there's not much else to discuss at this time concerning news around the league, so for now we'll go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. Alright, welcome back. Now let's add a little accountability to the words that fly out of my mouth during today's bet busting. Last night was the first TNF game that I ended up in the red, yet it for sure added to the excitement for the ending. During that entire last drive for the Titans at the end of the game, I was mustering all of my hope in a 5-yard gain for the King and a touchdown catch for Chig Okonkwo. I almost got both, if not for a near interception on a red zone target for him. But that's enough for the excuses. Let's see the results of our straight 5 bets. First, I had Derrick Henry to score, and he did, putting up the only touchdown on the scoreboard for the Titans. Next, I had George Pickens to score, and if he wore cleats that were a couple sizes smaller, he would have. But ultimately, he did not. Next, I had DeAndre Hopkins to score, and he did not. Chig Okonkwo to score was my next bet, and he came close at the end, but ultimately, he also did not. Lastly, I had Nick Westbrook-Akina to score. Mostly because it was juicy odds, but also because he seems to do a good job of getting open in the red zone. Either way, he was essentially not involved much here, and let me down. I ended up going 1 for 5 in last night's straight 5 bets. I'm both disappointed and embarrassed. Yet we can learn from our mistakes here. I might plan on doing just 3 straight bets on TNF games in the future. Scoring is down across the league, and trying to pick 5 touchdowns in a game that only produced 3 wasn't necessarily a good idea. Next, if you remember, we created 2 parlays, which is not typical. However, I almost nailed both of them, so maybe I'll continue this in the future. This first parlay was created for if Levis played well and consisted of the following legs. The first leg was D-Hop over 60 yards receiving, which he did have exactly. The next leg, D-Hop over 3.5 receptions. He went over with 4. The last leg was for Levis to throw for over 2 touchdowns. He threw for 0 and didn't hit. We did hit 2 out of 3 here, but ultimately failed this parlay. 
This next parlay was created in case Levis struggled and consisted of the following legs. The first leg, Derrick Henry over 80 yards rushing. He ended with 75 and broke my heart. The next leg was Najee Harris over 50 yards rushing. He went over with 69. The last leg was Jalen Warren over 2.5 receptions. He also went over with 4. Again, we went 2 for 3 and missed out on a big payday by a measly 5 yards. This one definitely stung more than the other one for sure. And that'll wrap up today's bed busting. Next, we'll check in and see how our fantasy football sleeper picks turned out. My first pick was Taji Spears, who scored 6.2 fantasy points. Next, I had Chig Okonkwo, who scored 5.8 fantasy points. Nick Westbrook Aquino was next, with 3.3 fantasy points. Next, I had Jalen Warren, who scored 14.3 fantasy points. And then lastly, I had Deontay Johnson, who had a big day and scored 22 fantasy points. Ultimately, all of the Titans picks here did not work out very well, but the Steelers picks did. I hit 2 out of 5 here. Overall, this game was fun to watch, outside of all the penalties that is. They really need to speed that process up. It definitely stole from the energy of this game, and I'm tired of staring at stripes and commercials for the first half of these games. Let's clean it up, NFL. It's 2023 for crying out loud. How about you use some of that technology you keep trying to peddle to me? Now with that being said, this will wrap up today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed last night's game as much as I did, and have a great rest of your day. I'll be back on Saturday to preview the rest of the games. I'll see you next time.